0: Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success in the Shy Girl. We're visibility and success coaches. And we support introverted entrepreneurs just like you with actionable strategies
1: to protect their energy and consistently move in the direction of their dreams. Welcome to the
0: conversation. Hello, and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. Uh, Recently, Jen and I were having a a discussion for our vision success planner monthly bonus uh, zoom call that we do um, as a bonus for everyone who has the the day planner. And uh, we got into this big discussion about how, how much your subconscious really affects not only your decision-making, but your, procrastination and your you know all your limiting beliefs and blocks and we just decided to really start researching that and how that really looks and what it works like (laughs) what it looks like and how it works and uh so we are not um psychology neuroscience experts on this but we just really wanted to bring you guys this topic we're just going to have like a uh, a conversation about it and you guys feel free to do research on this make sure you know that you're reading science psychology based research and you can really find out a lot like there's so much that we have not we've just skimmed the surface on this and uh mm. it's definitely a growing field. Uh Jen has I, I think you spent a few hours <laughs> I did I got like really sucked on a, a truly really it.
1: yeah yeah I was um actually uh, you know, I did a little bit of research. I always go to scholar.google.com because I'm a science nerd, and I I want to go straight to the 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 science. And so I did that, and I got like, I I went down this insane. It was it was like a rabbit hole. I kept falling deeper and deeper, and learning more and more and more. And I just like I found the topic really fascinating. And then I got over onto YouTube, and I was listening to you know psychology experts talking about this type of thing, and it was I find it of really fascinating. So. This is a stat that we came across and I thought it was really, really interesting. Now I've read uh, now that I've been down this rabbit hole, I've read a couple of different papers and, you know, one suggests slightly different numbers, but it's it's still very high. So, but this is the number that I want to give you all. And it makes a whole lot of sense when I think about, you know, the things that I've done in my life, the things that I've not done in my life that I've maybe been, I've you know, avoided taking action on, let's say,
0: we, we, we all do it. We all do it. Right.
1: <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's, we want to know like, why
0: do we not do this stuff? <laughs> That's
1: right. That's right. It's so easy, right? You, you try and logic your way through why you've done something, why you haven't done something, but here's the reason why. So our, the, the actions that we take, the conscious thoughts that we have are controlled by our subconscious mind, right? Our subconscious mind you know, accounts for about 95% of the decision making. When I say decision making, I'm talking about actual decisions that you have to make through a day, the decisions on the actions you're going to take, they power your habits. So your subconscious mind works faster than your conscious mind can think, than your, your conscious mind can actually formulate
0: thought. And I think that's really key because as strong women, we believe, like, I know myself well, um, my thoughts are all true. You know, you, you tell yourself these things because you you can you can hear yourself, you can make decisions, you can hear that voice in your head, but that's right. Like what Jen's saying is that your subconscious has already decided what you're doing for you before you your brain that you can hear starts talking. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I like, I want to give a bit of an example. So morning routines, like I've got a pretty specific morning routine. The one thing that I do without even thinking about is I make my cup of coffee and then I'll consciously think I'll go and I'll, you know, do it the next part of my morning routine. And I think did I start making my coffee and yes, I have, I go back. I'm like, it's there ready for me. Right. So, because my subconscious has already done that and my logical conscious mind, like isn't even aware that that's happening. It's kind of like no, when that, you get in, you get in the car and you drive somewhere, you're like, how the heck did I get here?
0: Yeah. That that's a case of <laughs> your subconscious, super helping you out. That's right. I already made you coffee, Jen. That's, that's
1: right. Yes.
0: <laughs> now, if it could do
1: it without me having to get out of bed, that'd be even better. But yeah. you know, that's another
0: topic so for another It's day. not always bad. It's not always bad things. No, 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 does. no. It so it's good things. Too.
1: Yeah. So your subconscious mind is a cl- it's essentially a collection of memories and experiences right stuff that you are not even necessary like well you're probably not aware of a lot of it. Some of it you might be sort of aware of if you if you really kind of focus on it. But we hear language being used that actually uh, is reflective of what's happening in your subconscious mind and it's phrases like blocks. We hear that a lot in the coaching industry like what are your blocks around doing this? Uh, limiting beliefs. And one that you said I really liked, Lisa, comfort zone, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about comfort zone in a minute because I think that's a valuable discussion worth having around like talking about the subconscious mind versus conscious action. You know, depending on how who you are, I mean, things like inner child, things like that, that, you know, have become sort of more widespread and a little bit more widely accepted in particular, like the holistic space, those are those are all held in the subconscious. And all of those subconscious memories and experiences shape the actions that you take. And again, you may find yourself doing something or not doing something purely out of either habit or you don't understand why. Well, the why is that there is some sort of subconscious trigger that has created this action. So by simply by being aware that we're not necessarily consciously aware of why we're taking actions is really important. I mean, it's a really important first step to press pause and say, I might not be able to immediately logic myself out of this situation, right? Because the logical mind wants to make sense of what's happening, right? It wants it wants to create patterns. It wants a linear pathway from A to B but that's not always the case. It's really important to sometimes press pause and, and say, hey, what is, what's actually happening here? What's actually happening here? And what is it that is either stopping me from taking action or making me not take action? Or, right. I think and those these are, are the same thing, but...
0: Yeah. <laughs> these, these are totally things that... E- You might not be able to come up with that solution right away. I mean, I've spent a lot of time thinking to myself, why am I not doing this? Like, this is going to help me. What am I not doing? And I think you just need to spend some time in your own head, sort of going back in time and thinking of different things, because your subconscious is holding on to different things, like say that you've been told in the past, things that you heard when you were a kid go in there and your brain wants to believe everything that you heard from adults when you're a kid. Right. But now that you're a grown-up as well, you can, you can start to pull those things apart. If you're aware that that's what's happening, different things, decisions you would have made to keep you safe. You know, you don't necessarily need to bring those in, into adulthood. And I would say too, as introverts, we've heard so many people have heard so many comments about, What you can and cannot do as an introvert and how a misunderstanding of being an introvert will limit you. And things that people have said over and over, especially people close to you, those can be stored in your subconscious and you start to feel like, oh, well, I guess I don't, I don't really like calling people or I'm I'm not good in a crowd or I'm, you know, these are, these are things that you're telling you, that your, your subconscious is, is reminding you that someone's told you one day and you, you can reframe those. I think that that's, that's yeah. the nice thing about your subconscious is you can give it some new memories. Yeah.
1: You can, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, and I've used the, I've heard this analogy before. So this is not I didn't make this up, but I can't remember, or I would give them credit. If you do know how it is, reach out and, and tell us, hello, it's accession the shy girl. So we can properly credit them in the show notes, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like your subconscious so is the computer program that's running in the back, right? That's your operating system. Yeah. And it's got some kind of like little, maybe some bugs in there. Right. So you need to get in there and reprogramming it. Right. And you need to put it maybe like an antivirus, or you need to maybe it's not even, maybe it's not even like a virus. Maybe it's just like it's kind of running like in a weird, wonky way, in a way you didn't expect. Feed it new code, like feed it new programming information so that it's running in the way that you want
0: it to run. And I think uh, that leads right into what uh, I was, I wanted to bring up that what led us to this whole crazy discussion in the first place was a piece of building your self-confidence is keeping promises to yourself, right? So um, I'm going to do this today, or this is going to get done this week, or I'm going to change this. I'm going to do this. And when you can keep those promises to yourself, you start to build that confidence. At the same time, you're telling your subconscious that you can trust yourself, that you make good choices, that you're able to do those things that you thought maybe you couldn't do. So uh, that's that's what got us shifted into subconscious, Mm -hmm. because I think Jen made a great analogy in our discussion, too. She said, you know, if if 95 percent of your decisions are subconscious, it's like if 95 people in a room are telling you one thing and five people that is your conscious thought are telling you something else, it's going to be hard to over overrule those 95 if they're saying negative things to you, right? So <laughs> your comfort zone, your comfort zone is those 95 people like, Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. No, is I know. I've done that before. It's yeah. I know we've had a, uh, I think we have a whole podcast episode about
1: comfort zones, but I want to kind of bring it up yeah. again here because I think it is important because what happens in our subconscious is our comfort zone. Even if it in the moment does not feel comfortable.
0: Yes. Like, I love that. Like, even if your, your current in quotes, air quotes, comfort zone is uncomfortable, you're used to it. And so it can be hard to shift away from it because even though, you know, a person doesn't like where they are, they at least know, how did you word it earlier? Like you kind of know what to expect. Yes.
1: I mean, you've got a, you've got a game plan, right? You're like, I've done this before. I can, I can handle this. Right. Right. Even if you don't like it. (laughs) Even if you don't like it. And you know, it's I really love the idea of, and I again I know we've talked about this before, but like really pushing at the edges of that comfort zone. We're not asking you to completely obliterate, right? You cannot, it's kind of like habits, right? So if your subconscious creates habits, you need to it's small shifts, right? You can't make typically you can't make life altering habit changes in in a in a brief moment. It's the same thing with the comfort zone, right? You need to push at those edges gently. You're not taking a sledgehammer and like totally shattering that glass. Right. If your comfort mm-hmm. zone is, let's say, a glass dome around you, you're you're slowly, you're slowly growing that dome.
0: I would say, honestly, the an exception to that where it appears as though someone has suddenly done something. It's like, you know, same thing as overnight success, right? There's been a lot of work in the background. Say someone suddenly quit smoking. That's usually because they've been thinking about that for a while. You know, you don't usually just wake up with a brand new idea like I'm going to quit smoking after 30 years and just do it. You you've had that thought going for a while. So even though it appears as though someone has just like done this, Thing, there's there's been some work in the background. There's,
1: I, I agree. There's there's been some sort of subconscious programming and and commitment level there, and that's what it takes to find success in anything that you do, whether it's a health goal, whether it's a business goal, whether it is a just a money goal, whether it is whatever type of goal it is. It requires a level of commitment and a level of belief that requires you to work with your subconscious to make it happen. Right. So you need to be in communication with your subconscious, right. We use meditation quite a bit. I love meditation. It's a great time for me to like, kind of like just sit with my thoughts and like, sometimes stuff kind of just like comes to me and I'm like, Oh, where the heck did that come from? Well, that's my
0: subconscious mind saying, pay attention to this. Right. Mm-hmm. Where I find for me, I like to sleep on things. Mm-hmm. Like I sleep on that. And then usually in the morning, I have, maybe not the next morning, but a few mornings later, I'll have clarity on it if I think about, okay, I'm just going to sleep on this. <laughs> yeah. When
1: we're talking about, you know, working with your subconscious in, in your business. So, I mean, obviously we're coaches and when we're working with clients, we can, because we're a neutral third party, we can see things that are happening for people that maybe they can't necessarily see for themselves. And we do this with each other too. We'll be like, really? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, well, what's happening here? Other questions, like, and is that true? <laughs> yeah, and I, I, that's what it comes back down to, really, right? Like, is this a truth or belief? Your your subconscious mind, when it holds those memories and experiences, creates truth from them, right? So it feels true. It feels like this is you. This is the truth for me. It's knowing how to challenge that with
0: your lo- the logic side of your conscious mm-hmm. mind. So one way that you could do that today, if you wanted to, um, what a little trick that we do in our in our vision board course is when you're setting your goals, you write down your goals and then you ask yourself why. And then to that answer, ask yourself why. You do five whys, and then you can really start to dig into, well, it also separates out things that aren't really your, your goal. It's someone else's goal. But that in that is a piece of subconscious as well. Why are you telling yourself that you need that? Is this truly something that makes your heart sing? Or is this something that someone has told you you should do? Well, I should do it or I'm good at that. So I guess it's fine. And so if you can really drill down why, 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 and you can do that about any decision you're making, like why am I looking in the fridge again? Or why am I putting the bookkeeping off for another week? You know, these is like, why am I doing that? And you can start to really see like, what is it that's really holding me back?
1: Yeah, it's I actually really love the five whys. It's one of my favorite exercises.
0: Because it's I hate really, doing it, but very effective. It, it, well, that's it.
1: It's, it. It can be really, really
0: uncomfortable. To it's, it's uncomfortable, but it's it helps if you if you actually want to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, definitely.
1: Yeah. And some of the, like, I know I mentioned meditation. uh You've mentioned the five whys. I mean, some of the other tools that we use or that, well, one that I particularly love is EFT, which is it's tapping and it is not for everybody. I will preface that. But if you've never heard of tapping, just do a search for it. Even on YouTube, uh, there's lots of really great videos because it's the way that tapping works is that it's a pattern interrupter, right? It stops those patterns of thought and it helps to start to instill and install new thought patterns into your brain and kind of acknowledges the thought patterns that you are currently have and it uses some like acupressure points uh from the Chinese meridian it's, it's It's very interesting. Uh there is some research around it. It's still a fairly new technique, but if it's something that you'd be interested in, yeah, just do a a quick search um, for that on YouTube or Google. It's wonderful. Certainly worth trying. Yeah. Yeah. It it has actually like since my car accident. I mean, I've I've done some traditional therapy. It has been a really big game changer for me in terms of like comfort, like feeling comfortable driving again and things like that. So I mean it, it really has worked for me. It may not work for you, it might not be your thing, and that's totally okay. As long as you find something that works for you, then you're golden. Yeah, Yeah, anyways, that's the that's the one that I really wanted to kind of talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, I and then the other one is, and this is also in our vision success planner, are affirmations, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I know people are like, oh, affirmations. They feel tedious and they feel like really.
0: Well, I think you should create ones that really resonate with you. I think um, the problem is if you're, if you're given a list of affirmations, they sometimes don't really resonate with you. You're like, oh, why am I even saying this? So in, in our vision success planner, we've given you a list. And if they don't resonate with you, we have like the whole rest of the page where you can write down your own, right? Yeah. And then have them on post-it notes on your mirror. And so you see them in the morning, have them on your fridge, like have them around the house so that you're not just saying them when you think of it, like, yeah that's a good way to brush your teeth. You know what you're supposed to brush your teeth for two minutes, instead of like counting, you could just say your affirmations and then switch sides, say your affirmation again, switch sides, say your, <laughs> you could do it. <laughs> There's all, all different ways you can do it, but the, yeah, pick ones
1: that really resonate with yeah. you. And, and remember, so your subconscious hears on all levels, right? So if it's hearing what other people are saying, it's going to hear what you say. It hears
0: what you say even more. So watch what you're saying like I I've seen a few people who uh, a few women in my life who switched up how they talk about themselves you know like say you drop something you're making a mistake oh I'm so stupid do not talk to yourself like that because if I said that to you you'd be like you get out of my house (laughs) right like just for dropping your tea or something. Right. So just listen to the words that you say to yourself. Oh, I'm awful. I'm a terrible per- Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I'm so silly. Don't, don't talk about yourself like that. You can say, whoops, but if you're saying crushing things to yourself, you would not be friends with someone who said that to you. If you dropped a piece of paper and someone said, you're so stupid, you'd be like, we're done. <laughs> right. So you know, and it's, it, that's another habit that, that you, you know, you don't want to be telling yourself that. So keep promises to yourself and be kind to yourself. (laughs) So hopefully we've given you a few uh, little tips and maybe piqued your interest in, in doing some of your own research. If you've got some things that are holding you back, Um, we'd be more than happy to talk to you. Please feel free to reach out. Hello at success in the shy girl com and we'd love to hear your questions and uh, be in touch.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for joining our conversation today. We will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us today. If you found value in this episode, please leave us a review and share it with a fellow introverted entrepreneur
0: who would enjoy it. As always, wishing you abundance and success.